For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast, part of the Hoop Heads podcast network. I'm Yo Legazzo and I'm joined by McKay Westbrook and John Webb Legazzo. Uh, so guys, um, that Harden trade, what'd you guys think of it? Lakers in six. <laughs> six? <laughs> Honestly though, you know, this makes the East stacked with superstars and I really think the stage is set for the finals if KD, Kyrie, and Harden can gel. Uh, of course, there's a lot of drama going on over there, and it's really up to them. It's championship or bust for the Nets, but see, that's the thing, right? It's always championship or bust for the Lakers. It's not just having the right pieces or assembling duos or super teams. It's, uh, it's a mentality here. Mamba mentality, championship or bust. Yeah, I, I think it's actually pretty scary. Um, I mean, we look at the Rockets last year with Harden and Westbrook together. Um, before the break in the NBA season, they were actually starting to play really well together. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for them. But I think this is going to be something crazy with with Harden, KD, and Kyrie. like. That that could very well be uh, unstoppable, but you know we the Lakers have had a, a super team before too, and it didn't work out too well with with Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and um, that whole crew. Um, it it looks great on paper. We'll see how they mesh. Yeah, honestly, in my opinion, I think um, and I tweeted this out that I think we need to thank the Nets. For, for making this league a little bit more competitive for the Lakers this season. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have full confidence that we'll win 
Um, and I'll even go with Lakers in five. I know that was tr- kind wow. of trending what? Uh, on Twitter. Uh, once the the uh, the announce was um, announcement was made, Lakers in five, uh, and it was it was one of the top t- trending things on Twitter. It was pretty funny. Um, but, but Uncle Drew, man, Uncle Drew can cook dude, some barbecue. Yeah, but I'm not that worried. You know why? Because first of all, one, Lakers and their superstars have a better chemistry together right now, and that's going to continue to build, and they have to catch up for that. Um, our depth in our roster is miles better than the Nets, especially because, you know, they traded off Karis uh, Levert and, and Jarrett Allen, dude. I mean, who's going to who's gonna guard uh, Anthony Davis now? Uh, what's his name? Jeff Green? Um, I mean, and, and I, I want to give, you know, proper respect to, to, to Nash, right? Um, and his coaching staff, but we have a better coaching staff than they do. Facts. Um, they may have you know the offensive firepower right with the three of them but they seriously lack defense um (laughs) and the the thing is we can do both we we have the offensive firepower and we have the defense so you know am i worried about the nets sure but not as worried because i'm confident the lakers are gonna win in five well hey i'm gonna open up a can of worms here Uh uh-oh at this stage of their careers, is Anthony Davis better than KD? Oof. At, at this stage of their careers, though, where, where Anthony Davis is currently and where KD is at currently. I mean, I, I guess it depends on, on what you think of KD's championship with the Warriors. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying po- post-Achilles tear, uh, Kevin Durant, right now, all-around play playing ability who's a better player who would you rather have on your team ad straight up ad anthony davis okay what about you i i'm probably gonna say ad um i i think his defensive ability is is greater than than kevin durant's it's hard to to choose ad over kevin durant just because He's incredible. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. He is one of Obviously. the best scorers this league has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it might be slightly blasphemous to consider anyone who isn't named LeBron, you know, over over KD. But um, well, I, well, I, I would take Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the reason I choose Anthony Davis over KD is because who he's playing next to, right? LeBron James. We know they vibe, they gel together. And if if you're just saying like man to man, right? Who will I who will I take if they were to play a game of 21, then maybe my answer will change to KD. But if Mine you're talking won't. about but <laughs> I mean I mean if you're talking about who I want to take with the Lakers, it's obviously AD. But I don't know. K- KD can ball. He can ball, but he can't guard. He's not going to be able to guard AD one on one. He's he's got long arms. He's he's not a chump defender. He's, he's not, good. He's, he's not a chump, but but come on. I I don't know. I don't know. I think that's major disrespect, bro. Yeah, major <laughs> major disrespect on KD. Sure, but. you could call it that, but I'm I'm always going AD straight up. All right. 
All right. Is that because you're biased as a Lakers fan? Though? Probably. And who cares? <laughs> hey, at least you're well, honest about it. <laughs> hey, and you guys didn't want to trade for AD to begin with, right? I was the only one in our group. No, that I didn't was, say like, that. Sell the I didn't farm. say that. I didn't say I didn't want to trade for AD. What I said was, did we give up too much? Obviously, I was wrong. We didn't give up too much, but I never said I wanted not to trade for AD. No, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I, I didn't think that we were going to be able to win a championship in just one year. I didn't think that was possible after getting rid of everybody, basically, except for Kuzma and LeBron right. James. I didn't think we were going to be able to put together a team that could mesh well enough to get it done in a year. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that we would be losing assets to pick up AD um, when he was going to go into free agency anyways. But, right. you know, obviously I was wrong as well. Yeah, yeah. Eating crow now, just like me. It's all right. That's no. right. Um, all right. Um, if, if KD and uh, the Nets win the, the championship this this year, then <laughs> we're going to be doing it again after after this episode. I know, exactly, exactly. But they're not. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, um, all right. So, all right. So we're going to uh, quickly segue back to, um, you know, we were talking about the Nets here, but, uh, and let's go back to, to Lakers basketball. Um, just, you know, here's what we're going to talk about for the remainder of this segment. We're going to, uh, kind of uh, just react to the, these back-to-back games we just had recently against the Rockets and OKC. And then we will um, revisit a topic that we've discussed before in the past, maybe even just mentioned it, but uh, regarding the the Lakers' rim protection. And then on the last segment segment of the pod, um, we're going to talk about Dennis Schroeder's comments about him wanting to stay in L.A. long-term. But uh, let's continue our discussion. Let's talk about these back-to-back games against the Rockets and Thunder. Uh, let me know what you guys thought of them and uh, what you guys uh, got, out, got out of them. I think it, it straight up shows um, how good the Lakers have, have gotten this year. Um, I think we're, we're finally starting to figure things out and we're starting to show how many light years ahead we are of some of these teams in the league. It looked like JV versus varsity out there. Um, I I think this is going to be a sign of of things to come. I think there's going to be a lot more blowout wins. I don't I don't particularly believe that it's going to happen on a regular basis. There's a lot of good teams out there this year, um, but these you know these teams that are more struggling, given James Harden. Um, had kind of given up on on the Rockets and um, OKC is in technically what should be uh, a year where they're basically uh, just out there to get a high draft pick, you know? <laughs> um, so, so we're not talking about crazy competition or anything, but... Uh, it, I don't know. It makes me excited. I I saw flashes of, of really good stuff. Yeah, and you have to love how di- how this team is vibing right now. We talk a lot about uh, buying in to the coaching schemes, establishing identity early, and showcasing it consistently, uh, and then building chemistry on and off the court. During this particular road trip, that has absolutely been the case. 
we talked about it in the past, but this is a LeBron-led team. But I want to modify that now, right? The king le- leads this team, but then there's the nightmare, right? That Stu Lance coined Anthony Davis. He's there to establish the intensity and the consistency and really strike fear uh, during these games. Yeah, man. I mean, talking about AD, dude, um, that uh, was a few games back, but AD was visibly upset. I think we lost to the Spurs, right? Um, uh, But, uh, you know, he called out the entire team, man. And how did they respond? Um, Blowout wins, dude. Blowout wins. And it it started on the defensive end. I mean, these... They were extremely disciplined on the defensive end. Sure, there were there were some lapses right here and there, but uh, in particular these two two road games, which is tough, right? These are two back to back games uh, on the road. Um, at the end of the day, after those two two games, the Lakers became the number one defense in the league in terms of defensive rating, and that just goes to show you, you know, um, where this team is right now. Uh, in terms of um, championship contenders, uh, they're up there. They're, they're possibly number one, and they are number one in my in my opinion. But uh, I mean, with these blowout wins, I thought it was pretty cool that LeBron and AD got to rest. That's appropriate load managing, and I. Um, on top of that, you know, you get the rest of the guys that don't usually get to play. To, to get in there and get uh, some more in-game reps. And, you know, I think that will really help the team in the long run come playoff time um, as, you know, we continue to build chemistry on the court uh, as a team together. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of like to refer to it as the Golden State time management uh, system you <laughs> you blow out the other team in three quarters so that all your stars can rest in the fourth i i like it um i would love if we can continue to do that for the rest of the season and um never have them play four four quarters you know just come out in the first three kill it and be done exactly exactly all right um so let's take a quick break here and when we come back uh, I want to revisit the, this discussion regarding the Lakers' defense and, in particular, our rim protection. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Nuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads Podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. 
the folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with John Webb and McKay. And on this segment of the show, we're going to revisit this topic uh, that we've discussed in the past in prior pods of the Lakers defense as it pertains to rim protection. Um, So there were concerns with the Lakers rim protection heading into the season. Um, And, you know, there were reasonable concerns uh, with adding um, Marcus Gasol and Trez. Uh, but, um, and this was tweeted out, um, by Alex Regla that, uh, the Lakers field goal percentage allowed in the restricted area, you know, closer to the rim is actually lower this, this season. So, uh, only 31% of the time, uh, of only 31% of their oppositions shot this season are coming at the rim. So, which is actually down. Um, from their 33% last year. So not by a lot, but, you know, that's pretty significant, I think. And um, it, per, per Alex Regla, opponents are only attacking, are, are attacking the rim less when Trez is on the floor, which is surprising. Um, they're, scar- they're scoring well, but they're not attacking as often when Trez is on there than when they are, when uh, Marcus Gasol is on the floor. You know, so with that said, um it's kind of you know I I want to get your get your thoughts on on how you've seen um, the Lakers protect the rim in particular these these last few games with the number of blocks that that we uh, that we had. So honestly, we lost a lot of uh, size and physicality and maybe even you know athleticism when we failed to re-sign Dwight and traded Vale, but chalk this early defensive success up to three things I've seen during uh, the last few games. Uh, Number one, communication. Two, spacing. And the third is defensive footwork. Um, You know, I I tweeted about this earlier this week, but communication, right? Good defense really requires uh, what Dwight Howard says, will, right? Energy and physicality. But great championship defense is about... Uh, communication, the man on ball being able to effectively dissect uh, the offense and letting his teammates know what he sees from his point of view and his teammates guarding the off-ball players, anticipating and again, talking about what they see. That's what it's all about. We can see this during the games, right? Like Trez, AD, Gasol, just verbalizing what they see. Uh, And this is also film room prep from Frank Vogel and Lionel Hollins. The prep work to be able to speak intelligently about offensive sets starts there. I think um, another major contribution to that is because um, 
it's probably been felt in the the first games of the season that there's that lacking of of uh rim protection you know that presence isn't isn't there anymore uh we've got some people really stepping up like we saw in the other game uh alex caruso and tht they came down to help and and collected seven blocks between the two of them um i i think at the same time anthony davis is starting to accept his role as well that he's going to be the lakers rim protector um He's been doing a phenomenal job on defense, and I expect him to to continue to push for def- defensive player of the year. Um, I don't think there's any reason why he shouldn't. Uh, I think he's going to be playing down by the rim a lot this season. Um, and to speak to that that uh, decrease in in people attacking the rim. Uh, you know, it's only a couple percentage points. It it could be that um, we just don't have enough games to for those averages to kind of equal themselves out yet. Um, but at the same time, um, I I think our our guys are have been playing really good hustle defense, and it's been forcing a lot of people into into tough shots. Um, I've noticed a lot of 24 second violations that we've been forcing. And um, I think it's an overall defensive effort. That's uh, the reason for that. Right. Right. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, versus the, the Rockets alone in the two game series that we played with them uh, this week, um, we had a total of 20 blocks against them. That might just be because of the, the makeup of, of the Rockets roster and, um, what they're doing this year, uh, instead of shooting all those threes. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I've been overly impressed and, um, I have to st- take a step back a little bit and, and kind of, uh, eat some crow because of, of what I've said about, uh, about Trez, uh, not being able to, to protect the rim. Um, because, uh, he's been doing great. I mean, and, and in fact, the the Lakers right now are averaging the same amount of blocks as they were last season when Dwight and Javale were on the team, which is pretty insane. I know that the season's still young, but that has a lot to you know that that that's that's pretty significant. You know, averaging the same amount. Um, and, and and with Trez, I think the the fact that opponents are not attacking the rim as often while Trez is on the floor, right? It, it, it's it's surprising to me, but maybe that's because of just what I had expected, right? This is my own perception of, of what I had thought uh, um, of Trez and the narrative behind Trez um, because of his Clipper days. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Frank Vogel hit on this, that, uh, uh, you know, he said that Trez and, and Marcus all, they're, they're more position defenders, uh, charge takers. They're not going to... Uh, uh, be those blockers, but they're going to be more, uh, they're going to be defensive. They're, they're going to be more efficient defensively uh, in other ways. Um, and that's, I think that's true. I mean, Trez might not be, you know, your traditional rim protector in terms of shot blocking, but he does it in other ways that deter offenses uh, from wanting to drive to the rim. And I think, you know, perhaps the idea of having to go through that much length uh, uh, with, with Trez's, 
um, wingspan of seven foot four inches at that's six crazy. eight. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I, I mean, that's got to live rent free in some people's heads as they're trying to decide. Okay, am I going to drive to the rim or not? Yeah, and you know, we we talked about Gasol and Trez and Schroeder possibly being liabilities, but this is really where the genius of our coaching staff comes into play and mm-hmm. where the player's IQ is so, so good. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to, you know, to this, to the spacing I talked about a little bit earlier. Gasol is less athletic than Dwight or Vale, but he knows how to position his body and is always aware of where his health defense is, is coming from, that he's always able to somehow contest it, right? Same thing with Trez, right? He, he must be, I don't know the exact numbers, but he must be like top five, top 10 in, in charges taking. But what I want you to maybe try to look, I don't, like, again, I don't know the numbers, but find out where Marc Gasol and Trez rank in box outs. Because that's a, that's a big defensive stat that people forget about. Mm-hmm. Boxing out is, is, is defense. And really the spacing and the genius that comes from these defensive rotations come from Vogel and Hollands. And they implement these, these rotations to mask these deficiencies that we saw in the first couple games. Uh, uh, For sure. Um, The only thing I have to add, add to that is uh, I I think it's just like what Yoa said, uh, Trez's, Big old wingspan. We got a bunch of Ninja Turtles on the team this year. Big old bodies and long old arms. Uh, <laughs> <Ninja turtles. laughs> hey, THT has a seven foot one wingspan and he stands at six four. Oh, How crazy is that? Ninja Turtles. They're seriously Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Trez is Donatello. And, and THT, I, I think he's probably. Either Leonardo or Raphael. Oh Bro, God. I'm dead. I'm dude. dead right now. <laughs> dude. Ninja Turtles, that's awesome, man. <laughs> All right. Um, man, anyway, dude. Um, let's, let's take our, our last break here. And, and when we come back, um, we'll, we'll get back in, into uh, our discussion here. And I want to talk about uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder. And his comments about wanting to stay in Los Angeles long term. So, guys, stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey, guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. 
Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with McKay and John Webb. And on this last segment of the show, uh, we want to talk about um, Dennis Schroeder's uh, comments on wanting to stay in Los Angeles long-term. Um, what we know in, in December, Woj reported, reported that the Lakers offered Schroeder a two-year, $33 million contract, um, which was uh, the, the most that they could offer at the time. Um, but uh, it was reported that he had turned down that offer. And now he's he he says this now um, during the you know I was after the the Rockets matchup the last Rockets matchup um, that he wanted to stay um, and this was his uh, his comments from from that um, from the first day it felt like we have been together for like a month or two the chemistry is amazing that's the reason why I think I want to be here long term. But like I said before, it's always got to be fair on both ends. If it's fair, then I ain't got no problem. It's going to be great to be here long term, long term for sure. Uh, I've only been on really, really good teams, but here in LA, the organization, my teammates, and especially coaches, everybody's just having fun, and I've never experienced that. Like we're having fun, but at the same time, we've got to be serious and get to work. That's what we're doing, and I've never been a part of. A part of it like that before so i want to get your comments on that like um and, and i don't know if if you think he, he changed his mind after playing what like 13 games or uh if you thought if you think he's uh uh if it was you think he was always going to want to go go back to or, or stay long term in la uh i mean hard hard to really know but um, I'm just glad that that he does want to stay long term, and I think after the results we've had in our first 13 games, that he's probably only doubled down on on his conviction to stay here. Yeah, and and you know he's he's not a rookie or someone new. He's been on a bunch of different teams, and you know I think he was skeptical, to be honest with you. And honestly, again, I trust Lord Polinka with getting this deal done. I've been impressed with Schroeder's offensive arsenal and really see him growing with AD and Trez moving forward. I remember we talked about this during the preseason and you asked me about the possibility of bringing in a third superstar. And I told you, I think it's Schroeder and Trez. And we've seen that as a combo, they're pretty much a third superstar. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. Um, why he's hesitated, but dude, like you said, he's been balling, dude, him and Trez. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think we definitely need to lock him in long-term because um, he's averaging 14 points, four assists and four rebounds per game um, with a plus minus of 7.5 and shooting 30, 37% from deep. Uh, those are pretty decent numbers for the one guard who has to share the ball with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, he's definitely a starter in the league, and, and I think that um, we, we, we just need to lock him in for, for the long term. Yeah, and uh, like McKay always says, right, it has to be the right price. That's true. That's true. I don't, I don't really know the numbers. Um, I don't know if next season he, he'll get, he can get a better than a two-year, $33 million contract uh, because he's a, he's a free agent uh, this, this coming summer. So um uh I, I don't know 
what we have left because we we extended coups, we gave a KCP a good contract, and you know we have LeBron and AD extending and 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 getting their big superstar supermax contract. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, how the salary. Uh, sheet looks like next year. I don't know if we can get better than 33 million uh, or, or or more 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 than that. Let Let me ask this though, right? If we go into summer and we don't get an extension done, um, who would you prioritize, Schroeder or Tht? Shoot, Ooh, I right. Shoot, so, d- depending on on continued. Um, I guess results this year, but I might, I might vote THT, man. He's really impressed me to that degree that I think it, I, I, you know, I really hope that we don't have to choose between the two. I think if you're going to make statements like, um, I want to be here long-term, you're not going to be ignorant to your, your current situation. You're going to know that you've got superstars in LeBron and AD commanding a big portion of the salary. You've got to know that um, there's going to be, or that there's these other guys who have big chunks of it as well. And that you got to be able to share. So um, I know your level of play justifies the amount of money that you get, but um, kind of is, it is what it is to a certain degree when you, come to play in LA um, you're buying into to championship basketball. And sometimes that means taking a pay cut. I mean, even though Anthony Davis, uh, I mean, I wouldn't technically say that, that he took much of a pay cut of any kind, but look at his contract compared to compared to somebody like Rudy Gobert, you know, <laughs> he's getting play, paid less than Rudy Gobert, you know, Gosh. who would have ever thought that, um, but and even last year to come into um, onto the Lakers, he I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but he he was willing to give up um, some kind of stipend or or it was a bonus, bonus I believe. Yeah, yeah, bonus on his contract so that we had more room to sign people, and um, it's going to come down to that. Uh, I think if it, it depends, are are you? in it just to get paid or have you gotten paid enough and you're ready to win championships? Yeah. THT, THT or Schroeder. That's, that's going to be a tough one. If uh, we don't have a commitment from either of them. Right. 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 Um, well, I, I think obviously, uh, well, I don't know. I don't really have a sense of what THT wants cause he's young. Um, he has a lot of playing time. Um, but uh, I mean, I hope he stays with the Lakers. I hope he likes it here. And how about Alex Caruso? You know, Dude, there's that's there's so another many. question. Alex yeah, Caruso, so or THT, many. like, cause they're right, right. Who are we? <laughs> we we want to keep them both, right? Um, man. dang it, everybody, stop being so vital to our team. Why are you being so good? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good problem to have for the it Lakers. Is, it is a good problem to have. It is. Um, man. I, <laughs> you know, I, I think THT has so much upside to he him does. still. He's he 20 does. years old. He's I 20 know. years old. I know. Um, I Ninja Turtle, dude. You know, yeah, he's he's Raphael, <laughs> man. Um, I mean, maybe we made this mistake with 
with Kuzma in the past, thinking he was going to be better than what he actually is. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'd love to continue to see how he does throughout the season. Um, things are looking great for him. Uh, like I said, he's he's got a lot more room to grow as well. Uh, where Schroeder at, I think that's, you know, this is what what you see is what you get. Um, he's the prime of his career, yep. and I think this is the best basketball that he's going to play. Um, not to say that that he plays bad by any means. You know, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there could be even more upside to THT than what Schroeder's potential is. No, I don't know. I don't know. I hope it, you know... You know, Lord Palinka figures it out this this summer, and uh, maybe he'll do it even sooner than that. Um, but uh, um, all right, well, just one last thing before we we call it a day. Um, we have the Pelicans this Friday, and then the Warriors um, before we meet up again and record. Uh, what do you think of these games, and how do you think it will play out? I think it's always a, a good game to see you know the warriors and and lebron james right <laughs> that's always always a game you want to see steph versus lbj the king and you know the warriors aren't bad you know right. S- steph can still get it mm-hmm. um but also the pelicans right that's a very young athletic team and you know i i i like seeing Brandon Ingram have the success he's having and all you know all our guys that are on the on the Pelicans now um and it's always good to see those games but you know we we talked about it and McKay mentioned it but the momentum coming off a championship earlier in the season uh, has proven to be absolutely true you know and not just for individual players or coaches but as an organization uh, it just seems like other teams aren't anywhere close to where we're operating right now right right exactly yeah um i i'm excited to see the next couple of games uh zion's been cleared to play against the lakers so hopefully we'll see him on the court um i uh you know i i always look forward to seeing him play against lebron just because i feel like he's lebron 2.0 um whoa 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 and, whoa whoa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get I mean, that weight down right yeah i mean to to be seen um but i i think he's got about as much potential as anybody in the league um he's incredible too mm-hmm. uh it'll be so it'll be fun to see him get to play against brandon ingram josh hart lonzo um and I I think it's going to be a fun game against against the Warriors. Uh, I really hope that Steph comes out to play and that it's an entertaining game. Um, he's been a little bit inconsistent this year, but he's had some crazy games where he's absolutely gone off and mm-hmm. reminded yep. us that he's still an absolute monster. So I... I'm uh, pretty excited to see the the next couple of games. Um, definitely think they're games that the Lakers should take. Um, 
no reason we should drop these ones. Uh, I think we've we've got our team a lot more figured out than than either of these guys do. Right. All all I'm saying is when we face the Warriors, I want Caruso on Steph the whole time, or THT. <laughs> Yeah. HT, I mean, but but like they'll probably do the switch. But Caruso's, you know, well, Caruso's a better defender right now than THT. Um, but yeah, I mean, I obviously think that the, the Lakers are going to win both of these games. Um, and I'm excited to see him. I'm, uh, you know, we have, <laughs> we have, like you said, McKay, you have LeBron 2.0, I guess. And 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 Kevin Durant 2.0 and Brandon Ingram <laughs> and a lesser Lamelo Ball. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. I love. Look. Look. Yikes. Okay. I'm Yikes. just kidding. Look. I love Zell. <laughs> he was awesome when he was a Laker, but it's not. Tr- it's not false what I said. Right. From now on, Lonzo is to refer to be referred to as Lamelo Junior. <laughs> no. Yikes. <laughs> no. No cap, no cap. Hey, hey, all joking aside, I think uh Lonzo's primed to start picking it up and figuring it out. I think he's going to mm-hmm. develop into into a little bit more of what everybody expected of him. I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, me too. All right, guys, I think that does it for today. Um Guys, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever else you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Um, guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral Refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.